The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. We know in Eretz Yisrael there's Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Museum in Eretz Yisrael. In Washington, there's a Holocaust Museum. There are Holocaust Museums scattered throughout the U.S. There's one in Detroit, Michigan. The founder was a Rabbi Rosenzweig. A good friend of mine who was present at the meeting shared with me that a prominent member of the Armenian community once came to Rabbi Rosenzweig and offered a few million dollars to build a wing in the Holocaust Museum commemorating the Armenian genocide that took place some years back, a terrible incident. Rabbi Rosenzweig looked at him and said, my friend, if you've got millions of dollars to build a wing on my building, why don't you build an Armenian genocide center on your own? What do you need a Holocaust center to have a wing for the Armenians? Why don't you just do it for the Armenians? He looked at him and he said, it's very simple, Rabbi. Jews go to a Holocaust center. Armenians will not even go to an Armenian memorial. This way, maybe at least the Jews will go to the Armenian memorial. Chsam Seifer says, How is it that 2,000 years later, grown men and women who can't get down and up so easily, and yet every year on Tisha B'Av, down we go onto the floor, and we fast, and we cry, and we daven, and we don't take haircuts, we don't listen to music, and all the things we don't do. How? 2,000 years later, why, aren't it, why, don't, why don't we know about a Tisha B'Av for the Spanish? Why don't the Romans have a Tisha B'Av? Why don't the Armenians have a Tisha B'Av? And the answer is, because there's a principle in the Gemara that says, Ein mekablin tanchumen al hachai. When someone is still alive, although he may be missing, although he may be absent, but you can't really be comforted. As long as they're still alive, you can't really comfort them. Once somebody passes, it's painful, shiver, shleishim, a year of Avelas, and then it gets a little easier, and a little easier, and a little easier, and a little easier, and after a while you just forget about it entirely. Yeah, I had a mother, yeah, I had a father, but that's, that's history. That was years ago, I can hardly remember those days. After a while, it fades away, and you don't think about it. When somebody is still alive, even if they're missing, and even if we don't know where they are, but we never stop crying. We never stop waiting for them to come back. When Gilad Shalit was gone, and we didn't really know what was going on, and we didn't think we'd ever really see him back alive, but as long as he was still alive and there was a hope, we kept on fighting, kept on crying, kept on davening, Hashem, bring back this Yiddish and Hashem, give it back to us. Says Achsam Seifer, you know why? You know what we're zeichet to? The fact when you sit down on Tisha B'Av on that ground and open up the book of Kinnis, when you fast on Shiva Asr Batamas, we're all sitting here. Everybody's got something to do. We're all sitting here talking about the Chorben Beis HaMikdash. Nothing says 
that there's going to be a third base hamikdash, like the fact that we're all sitting here today talking about the destruction of the base hamikdash. Nothing says that the base hamikdash may be missing temporarily, because it's coming back. Like the fact that we're all sitting here today commemorating the breach in the wall and then the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. The fact that we're doing it 2,000 years later, by every chasana we break a glass, and every Jewish home there's a big unpainted section when you walk in. Every time you have something special, you think about Yerushalayim and say, Yerushalayim, that is the greatest testimony that the Beis Hamikdash is coming back. And that's what it means, Zeiche, Viraya, present tense. It's happening now. The fact that we're here today says that we have what to be comforted for. That there is going to be a base on Mikdash. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.